Yeah. What's going? I mean? What's going on with your shemp hairdo tonight? Because that's a little, I wore, I, that's I, like I, a little. I'll tell you what it is. That's a little different than usual. I'll tell you what it I'm is. I'm not saying I dislike it, but it's a little shempy. I, I think it looks kind of sexy. Yeah. Going to be the standard for Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the Home Improvement um, reboot. reboot. Oh. Yeah. No, you look more like the older brother. Like the, the the one he ended up with heroin problems, right? Oh, that yeah, that sounds like that would be that one. That sounds like the one I would be. Ladies and gentlemen, she's about to get weird. Let's fucking go! You're listening to Mondays are for the men. Mondays are for the men podcast. Mondays are for the men. Yeah, they are. Mondays for the men podcast. Mondays are for the men podcast. Honestly, I'll tell you what did it right. A little bit of shampoo, and then I wore a hat backwards. Because you'll be a man guy? Yep, I wore the be a man hat, say. actually. I got the be a man hat. It's amazing. The be a man regular. It, I got recognized at a sub shop. Somebody was like, is that the be a man hat? It's I'm great like, you bring yeah. up the be a man guy because yeah. he's got like 800,000 followers now. It's like incredible. And like even Eddie Esposito, who, yes. is, good, who is good too. Yep. But there's this one guy who's better than everybody as far as I'm concerned. He's called the I'm offended guy. All right, I got to get this off my chest. This has been bothering me for a while. You're being a selfish being asshole. A selfish asshole. This is bullshit. Go fuck yourself, pussy. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am livid. I am, I am, I am, I am offended. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am livid. I am, I am, I am, I am offended. He's got nothing. He's got fucking nothing. But he could be. He's got nothing. He could be bigger and better, and he's more talented than anybody. But. I don't know. I think COVID made I, him made him wicked motivated. It made I'm him sure. weak. Made I, him, I don't know. <laughs> I I think he's a lazy piece of shit. That's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, There's too mean, much to be offended. I by mean, now. I'm being sincere, and I much. hate. Listen, I hate agreeing with him and hate being on his side. And he was telling the truth about Brady and how he felt because I remember that. But like you are, I'm offended. Could be. Big and huge and better than everyone. But we'll always You just, know what I think it is? No, I, we're always going to talk no, about no, no. Right, what so could have been. Will, it will be. What could have been. It's not I, over. I'm not saying he's, I'm offended guy isn't, Challenge. Coming, isn't coming back, but I'm going to say this. Uh, a lot of my attitude has just been angry. It hasn't been angry with funny. It's just been angry. And I'm like, I, last thing I want to do is fucking, I don't know. What this, about before COVID? Uh you were angry before COVID? Angry, playful laughs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can blame COVID like everybody else is blaming COVID. Oh, I can't get black sweatshirts because of COVID. I can't get this because of COVID. You black can't get it. I'm just saying all this <laughs> stuff goes on. <laughs> now you're blaming COVID for making <laughs> you angry and no, no, no. no. I, I was just like, Kahlo, I was just like, Kahlo, I can get you a Fubu sweatshirt tomorrow. <laughs> I just, I didn't, I didn't want to go to Eblins. I didn't want to fucking do it. Like, I just wasn't in the mood to do it, and it was like it's I, too bad. You know, like yeah. I, I look at like Stephen Colbert. Okay, Stephen Colbert. Uh, his Colbert report was fucking brilliant. That guy is an incredibly skilled comedian. I can't tell you the level of respect that I have for him for that show. But now I watch him, and every week he just goes out and he's on an angry soapbox. And I watch this guy, and I'm like, oh, you're kind of being a giant fucking dickhead. And I'm like, I almost felt like that's what my I'm offended were going to be about. They were going to be about rage rather than playful anger that gets a laugh across. You'd be like, and another reason you're a piece of shit. Like, I just, I was like, you I didn't know, want to do it. That you is because you're too curve. passionate. You know who's ahead you of the You have a pretty good team around you to help you with this. So, I do, I do okay. need to, I do need a team to manage. Ah! You, do, you do have a pretty good team that can actually write stuff off you and have and is really good. So write like, stuff, I write all my own stuff. Oh, but please. I, 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 the, the, the contribution I get is they put Don Zolo in that Zen place to fucking make him be able to fucking Okay, talk. then they would have put you in there again, but no. You're, and a that's, you're a quitter. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And you know, if I didn't care, there's a fair amount of heat that I deserve from the no. walking away from it. I agree. Writers' meeting. 
and it just, and you'll be there and you'll just do it every week. You'll be yep. like, you, if you got if you're here, that Super Bowl something, thing, you got like week. eighty thousand views, like which was huge at the time because now um you know, yeah, know. man's blowing everything. Be a man, fucking yeah. takes a piss on a fucking bush outside. It's got eight million views and fucking twenty five thousand dollars worth of sponsorships. Hey, we'd like to bottle your urine and sell it to people in fucking With low testosterone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They'll like Tonzo destroyed his uh his stomach lining doing Garrett Whalen for fucking fifteen hundred views. Garrett Whalen and Eddie Esposito could do well and look at Eddie Esposito's doing and doing well. Obviously you got your at least you're yeah. not lazy, I like doing things, so you can't really do that right. <laughs> but there's someone else who just doesn't I don't know. I just am saying this I really think that you you're better than anyone. But Don's a no brain. But you're an asshole. Don's a comic. He's he better has than a anyone. great yep. concept and he can do it and it's brilliant. The exactly. real thing is is exactly. are, but TikTok is mostly for idiots with no talent. And like literally m- people get successful like most Thanks of the TikToks when I flip through and it's probably kind of customized towards me, but it's just somebody like lip syncing somebody else saying if you follow my page, I will follow your page, and then you'll get more likes, and I'll get more like. Like, why would I want to see more videos of you asking me to watch your video? Like, you didn't even try to, like, entice me. But it just shows, like, it's turned into a bar because all you have – it's just girls just have to do nothing, and men have to rise to the top. So it'll be 70% girls and 25% <laughs> super charismatic or handsome men. It's just like a fucking bar. Wow. Wow. The social media bar aspect. That's it, it, yo. I always say that I, I'm always like. So would you say that Snapchat is like Applebee's? I don't, like, you, I don't play with that shit. No, I don't know that. I don't. There's too many. I get scared. Boston <laughs> Marathon. I heard it's going to be in October. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I'm already doing really? it. Really? Oh, you're already doing it. Really? Oh, so in, you're in motivated to do. Oh, you know what? Oh, He's motivated oh, to run a fuck, marathon, no. but he won't do fucking. I'm oh, offended. Oh, my God. In, in you know what? This is the thing to be offended Holy about. Shit. Do you know how fucking obnoxious the Boston Marathoners are going to be this year? All excited because it's a new ah! fucking date on the calendar. I don't even know it's this. It's an extra oh, year. This is, this is the first fall. Do they give a it's date? It's going to be seven degrees October cooler. 11th. I need right. to get a new pair of stretch pants. I didn't know you were really running. It hasn't yeah. happened in a year and a half. Oh, my God. They're going to be obnoxious. Don, I'm offended. Zolo is running. I'm fucking offended that he's running the marathon. So not Don- doing I'm offended. Don, what's your cause? Is it going to be like AIDS babies uh, or something? I'm getting, I'm getting, a, fr- I'm getting a free number. Uh, so technically, I don't have to raise any money, but I do. Based off of I'm offended? Uh, yeah, I haven't tell you about that guy I helped on the day of the bomb. Yeah, yeah. you did. He's, yeah. He gets uh, Fuck you. He gets a free number for life. Here's the number that matters. The number of people that both have Facebook, register in the Boston Marathon, and don't post about it. Zero. Ah. Zero. Ah. Zero fucking zeros. Zero I want to call zero. out. Can I, can, I, can I give a preemptive strike on my hypocrisy right no, now? I'm not, I'm not calling you out on <laughs> no. it. I can't run a marathon. Because so we I'm all know how much bullshit I post about my 75 hard. And hey, just did this. What do you mean? It's not just you. It's a Tonzo, I am uplifting the world with my fitness. Okay. I, so but, am I. But I'm just like, <laughs> it is crazy. It's impossible to run a marathon and not post about it. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, and I realize it. the hypocrisy. Yeah, but no, but no, no, I'm no, going to no. do it. No, but no, no. But, but it's it's only impossible because the person that runs the marathon wants everybody to know. The, the reason you run the marathon is to not show yourself. Because you, you wouldn't wait until a certain fucking day to do it in a certain time and pay to fucking do it. Yeah, you actually, just run, You can run a marathon anywhere you no, want, anytime. I got to be honest do- with you. Having finished the Boston Marathon three times, McCluskey. Uh, <laughs> three starts, three finishes? can't help it. It's not just him. I've run it three times. I'm 0-3. 
and uh, I haven't won, uh, oh, but I, I do plan on winning this year. <laughs> yeah, nobody, that's fair. Nobody ever goes, oh, yeah, I came in 27,000th place. Yeah, but nobody I, ever I think says you're 3-0 and because if you finish, if you start a marathon and you finish it. Loser mentality. You get pretty good. That's why, I'm chi- that's why China's try- beating us. I'm 0-3 uh, for trying to do sit-ups this week. <laughs> do you know what would make me, do you know what would make me, like if I had three wishes and one was like, get rid of cancer one was like you know immortality the third one would be that we find out like so through some ancient greek script that a a, a marathon is actually like one mile longer and all these assholes never accomplished that's anything fair. yes <laughs> that would be fucking great Kluski, one of your wishes would be to cure cancer but your other one would be to give people cancer yeah if i had iago and the magic <laughs> and the, iago and the magic lamp from aladdin that's what i would wish for i would want to do a cheat code so i could complete a marathon I want to do like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, ABA start, and then I can run a marathon. Who was the? Wasn't it a woman who cheated and took the train? Uh, fucking Rosie, Rosie Ruiz. Ruiz. Fucking love it. How, how many marathoners can you name? Great you, name. Can you name? You can definitely name the cheater, but not the winner, right? I yeah. The only yeah. the only only I can let me see. I remember Uta Pippig won one time mm-hmm. because she pissed she, all over the place. No, because her name shit, rhymes with she what she shit did. Herself. She shit her pants. She had yeah. her menstrual cycle and shit herself. And um, that's a great made, color contrast. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what made. That her. would be great for the Boston Marathon. It'll be in autumn. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. yes. Uh, the carpet fol- matches look the like drape. foliage. And then mm-hmm. I always remember a guy named Cosmos Nadetti one. I always thought that was a cool name. It was like Cosmos Nadetti. I Bill that. Rogers. Bill what Rogers. About, what about Gene, uh, Gene Kelly? Was it G- John Kelly? The old timer? Yeah. And that's the extent of everybody that. So you are right. The people who remember the people that che- the, the people that cheat. The people that did something Gene worth Kelly. noting. Because basically everybody, a, a million trillion people have run 26.3 miles or more. So it's not that much of a standout. You know what it is? It's like when some old guy goes, I ran a marathon. You're like, wow. But if some guy ah, in your office ah. does it, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. You know who's yeah. real proud of themselves who runs a marathon? Broads who have, have had kids. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I just pumped out a baby well, nine just months ago. Now I ran the marathon. Yeah. I broke my fucking toenails, but I finished. I, I say- shit out a kid. I also have a job. I'm a mother. And I did it all and with I- a torn rotator cuff because I was patting myself on the back so much. I don't know why I turned into an Italian mother. <laughs> and my husband told me my pussy got tighter after the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> How often are you hearing that, Mr. Monday? Top five ways to make your pussy tighter from running the marathon on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> you know if that was a Pinterest article, they'd be like lying signing up for it, too. It makes sense that you know those stats. <laughs> what stats? I just said top five ways. Oh, that's not a stat. That, you- that is a stat. Do you have Pinterest downloaded on your is I don't. I've uh, I went on it once or twice. It's like doodads and knickknacks and little shortcuts <laughs> like and shit. what there needs to be a name for something like that like not you christmas tree shops no but like people get a certain point in their life and they want to accomplish this thing so like getting a black belt in karate running a marathon like can you think of another thing like that that's like a thing that people do. Getting like a black belt in karate is way fucking hotter than running a marathon. I can tell you that. It's right a longer now. road. It depends on how and you know that you too. Dude, anybody that's reasonably healthy. <laughs> He's starting karate up next month. Challenge. Karate challenge. Um, anybody that's reasonably healthy, fucking four or five months, you'll bang out a marathon. Black belt is like, you know, it's more socialized to where you are. You're not the king of all karate, but. Is there something else like that? I guess sports. Like yeah, you play basketball, right? Yeah, so it- like what do you do like as like a weekend warrior, so to speak? So like how do you judge yourself as a human being? Like what do you accomplish? Right? Like there's that's an important thing and people don't money. 
Like now it's just like you hey. watch TikTok. You hot watch you get, so. Netflix. You don't do anything. There's no even expectation anymore. But we said the way to stand out on TikTok is to be charismatic and handsome or accomplish something. I'm saying what's left? What can you even do? Uh, you can do stuff, but most of the stuff's been done before. It's just a matter of if it's going to be impressive. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I've said the entire thing about running the marathon. Anybody that trains for it for four or five months that's reasonably healthy can do it. I'm like, that's why I wanted to do a triathlon. I was like, that's fucking. I like the triathlon. That's I'll give baller you that. if I'll you definitely can do give it. you that. It's just more interesting to me. Like, it's cooler. Like, I might be like compelled. Like, oh, will I die in the middle of swimming? You Dude, almost did, right? I, yeah, I almost fucking died. Did like, we already tell that on the show or did you, have you told us that? I don't remember. He told can you the, bring he it? He told on the show. Tell it again. <laughs> tell I, I, it again. I don't know. Well, now I'm not going to tell it because he said tell it again. <laughs> tell uh, it again. Nobody gives. Nobody gives a shit no one about your story. No one gave a shit the first time. Tell it again. No one cares that you're the fifth starter in the oh, rotation. Oh, wow, the yeah, fifth yeah, starter. Uh, Carlos' fucking nickname for me in the text message thread is fifth starter. Are That's there, how he dresses me for this fucking show. Are there triathlon <laughs> equivalents of like in golf when a guy like kicks his ball out or like takes a stroke off the game, like cheese? Yeah, like a guy who's like, oh, I do the triathlon. But you like, no, you're not. You're off. You just fucking, you, you cheated. Like, or like, oh, I use this flotation thing for the, the so, swim uh, part. It's like, one what? Of, then you're not doing it. One of, like the reasons, one of the reasons for my failure with the triathlon was I showed up and I was the only fucking guy there that didn't have a wetsuit on. Ah! And <laughs> I was like, because our hard jumpsuit on. Yeah, they all know something. Yeah, I was like, I go, I was like, I, this is honestly what my thought process was. Like, oh, these guys are a bunch of fucking pussies. It's like 80 degrees. The water's 75. Like, fucking get over You're it. You're going to be hot. You're I'm like, around. it's fine. You, you told yourself that you were going to do a triathlon, but you didn't Google triathlon. <laughs> Tonzo, I tried to do the triathlon. That probably would have been the first thing. I tried to do the they triathlon. They would have said, wear a wetsuit. On two weeks of training. <laughs> Pack Never, a lunch. I don't think I Googled triathlon other than to find the location of this one. But. I did, tried to do it on two weeks of training, but I show up to the shore. I don't think I told you this part. I show up to the shore. I'm the only fucking guy there that doesn't have a wetsuit on. And that's when I realized something was up. Like, I, I was like, these guys are pussies, right? And then I was like, <laughs> I think I... And they're like, dude, you're going to swim without a, without a fucking suit? And I'm like, yeah, it's like fucking 80 degrees. And they're like, yeah, but it it helps your swimming so much more when you have a... I'm like, it does? And they looked at me like I was <laughs> well, such a fucking idiot for not knowing that. And I remember being like, oh, maybe there's something to this. What did you wear? You never told us. You never told us, by the way, when you talked about this on the live show, (laughs) you never told us about the wetsuit. All right. So I fucking. So first we're hearing about this. So I don't think I I might have not told you this part. This part's fucking great. I can't believe I fucking forgot to tell you. I show up and you drop your bike off and then you walk down to the beach. But to go through the beach, it's a long hallway of trees. And then because of COVID, they weren't allowing people to stay on the shore. So the elite level triathloners jump into the water first. I go out like a few minutes later. I get about, I get a panic attack in the water. Like maybe you told us this, but yeah, well, this part, I get a panic attack, like maybe three tenths of a mile into the swim. And I'm like, I'm looking down into blackness and it was fucking freaking me out. I'm, I'm hyperventilating. And I'm like, just swim through it. Just fucking swim through it, which in hindsight sounds a little fucking crazy. Let me swim further away from the shore. Maybe my panic will fucking stop the more I get into danger. Yeah, that's a good reasoning. And I'm just, I'm like, ah, and, I'm, and I can feel myself breathing like over the top. And there's a person out there in a kayak and I go, and they see me struggling and they go, <laughs> They go, do you need help? And I'm like, I think so. And she fucking, 
<laughs> she threw up a signal and all of a sudden a fucking boat comes speeding over. It was like the lifeguard. Oh, she was like with the yeah, thing. Yeah, she was with the thing. And a boat I'm comes picturing a fat lady eating Pringles looking at no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> she was she was like she was with the with the triathlon. So the speedboat comes over and the fucking <laughs> It fucking just stops at right next to me. And this fucking 14-year-old girl lifeguard fucking yanks me to safety. <laughs> and on a shitty kayak. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm literally failing this triathlon about 2% into the entire triathlon. 2% in. And I get a fucking turn. <laughs> and I'm fucking ashamed. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed about it. You have so, a high bar. Well, thank God you're not dead. Well, so listen. So she fucking takes me back to the shore. Fourteen-year-old? Yeah, and uh, there's a guy driving, but it she, was Mississippi. Chaper, uh, chaperone was there. She, she's the one that yanked me out. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't fucking believe this just happened. Like, I'm like, I can't fucking believe. It. I'm embarrassed, and you know, I'm fucking ashamed about it. I'm like, I fucking came here, I wanted to win, uh, like to finish, and I'm like, I finished two percent of it, like, and I'm like, ah. So I get to the shore, and I just want to get the fuck out of there. So I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking run to my bike and get the fuck out. I just, I don't even want to, like be here anymore so <laughs> i run through the hallway of trees and what i didn't so understand you still run uh, I was, ah, yeah. I, once i got onto the way once i got onto the boat my hyperventilating just stopped it just i was like i was i'm fine like i was fine so here's what i didn't get it just so happens that i timed it not knowing this where I came into the shore about three minutes before the elite level. They thought you got there first. So I fucking, (laughs) I run through through this hallway of trees and I pop out to the fucking bike area and they're like, you're doing amazing. Oh my God. And they're like, you're doing it. And I'm like, and now everyone's- Solo pooping. pooping. Everyone everyone thinks that I'm winning and I'm not gonna lie to you, it felt fucking great. Like it felt- (laughs) That's a Seinfeld, right? It so. feels great you to were, be a loser. You were, you were I, I went from the depths of despair to the mountaintop of euphoria. And they would have remembered you so, and not the winner. So I just fucking, I was like, I'm loving this. So I just ran to my bike and I got dressed into my bike stuff. And then I just fucking biked to the hotel to a bunch of cheers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's real, real quick, Don. I just looked up uh, a checklist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for people that are doing a triathlon and it's broken down in categories the first thing on the swim category is wetsuit yeah well you know where were, where were you where, where were you five months ago or whatever it was maybe were you like trying to commit suicide at that point in your life i was not um i just i really thought i could do a triathlon in two weeks of training are there you would hot, are there hot chicks or is it all like guys it was like o- guys. overwhelmingly dudes I get that. I was gonna say because like, I mean, that'd probably be a good move if it was like there was a good percentage of chicks and they, like, they're all in good shape. And they're like, <laughs> That's let's the drag this answer. fucking piece of shit to safety, and then uh, we'll date. All right. So, funny so Don, uh, really quick, let's go down the checklist and <laughs> see <laughs> what how I did? many items yeah. you brought. He's all for one so far. How prepared okay. were you for the actual triathlon? <laughs> Okay. Well, so I will say this. I remember I forgot. I did buy, but I forgot my water bottles. So, on my fucking bike, I had two. Du- I had two Dunkin' Donuts cups filled with fucking <laughs> electrolyte drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for swim, we we already know you fucked that one up. So the first thing on the list was wetsuit. Do you have any idea what the second uh, goggles? Earplugs. Uh, that was third. Uh, third was goggles. Second was cap. Did you bring goggles and cap? 
I did not have a cap, but they gave you one, and I think I, oh. I think I knew that. But I will say this: it doesn't look cool. Though. If they did not give me a cap, I would not have worn a cap. So that's a fail as, as far as a checklist. Did you? But, I, but in my opinion, I think you made the right move because that's kind of that's not cool. You yeah. probably look good, bald. No. I look good every way, Carlo. <laughs> you fucking bury me in mulch and throw eggs at me. I'd look. What balls. else you got, Tons? Did you have anti-fog solution for the goggles? What? This of is the first not. time I've heard anti-fog in my life. All right, so this is kind of obvious, a weird mm. body glide skin lubricant. I'm sure if you had it, it was for a totally different reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had tons of it, but I did not bring any. The lubricant. Did you bring a towel? Did you have a towel? He's over six. I I want to say I brought, brought a towel, a face but cloth. no, I don't think I did. Oh, because you're one of the guys you just think as soon as you cross yeah. the finish line of the swim, there's going to be somebody there with a towel, and they're going to rub you down and make the impact. No, I didn't think anyone was going to rub me down. I just thought it's <laughs> he's, all for, he's all for six right now. Oh, for six. Uh, did I you have gog- spare goggles? Excuse me. I brought goggles. Spare okay. goggles one is on six. the list. Spare did you have earplugs? No. He's one for seven. All right, so we're moving on to bike. Did, Did you, you bring a bike? <laughs> That's obviously the first thing on the list. Second thing, water bottles. You had Dunkin' Donuts cups, like That's a fucking a no. we, we animal. What about an no. inner tube? Bag attached under seat or mounted on top tube, like a bag for separate supplies. No. Spare tube or tubes? No. Patch kit? No. That's not crazy to, to carry. I would imagine. Floor but. pump? No. You need a tire levers. I don't even know what a tire lever is. Helmet. I did have a helmet. Sunglasses or clear eye protection? 100 bucks as he had sunglasses. No sunglasses. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100 bucks. Don Zolo, is no, he is not a sunglasses Would you even guy. bet against that? Would you even bet against that? It says mirror for handlebar or helmet, but if Don was going to bring a mirror, it would be for a totally different reason. Yeah, like for my You're not a sunglasses ama- person? Amazing hair. You're right. My hair is I fucking the balls. S- and I could see be. him wearing Foster Grant's. I never wear swimming. sunglasses. <laughs> did you have cycling shorts? I did. Cycling gloves? No. Cycling footwear? Yes. Cycling socks? I had socks. Jersey, t-shirt, or tank top? I think I had a t-shirt. Oh, okay. Did you wear the t-shirt swimming? No. (laughs) So the t-shirt's on the bike. You swim. (laughs) No No, shirt. No, the bike is average. And then you get to the bike and you throw the t-shirt on. Yeah. Okay. That's what fat guys do. Yeah, right, so I, that makes sense to me. I wouldn't think I needed a swimsuit if I was swimming with my shirt off. Like I would think that God made me just fine. Well, I f- that was my rationale for fucking swimming. I'm not thinking that's crazy. I hear what you're saying, like do the fucking research. But <laughs> if I showed up and they were like, "Hey, asshole, why don't you have a swimsuit?" I'd be like, "Cause I'm a fucking man, and yeah, I don't that's need it. to go Honestly, to fucking Dick Sporting Goods to beat you." Yeah. Were you swimming nude, Donzola? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the ultimate <laughs> alpha move. If you like show up with my swimsuit, I'm gonna dangle this big fucking yeah. dick anchor and. See who wins. (laughs) All right. So the run options are pretty basic. You know, did you have a a pair of shoes, uh, extra pair of laces? No. All right. The dude that wrote this is just now he's just trying to make the the column seem balanced, right? Did you have a heart monitor? No. And anyway, okay. Other options. Did you have your own first aid uh, items? You know, blister treatment? No. Bandages? Did you have sunscreen? No. Did you have lip balm? No. I don't even know what the fuck camosis cream is. It sounds like a brunch drink. I had three pints. 
Camosis <laughs> cream. Did you have baby wipes for, for cleanups? Camosis cream shit. sounds like an aftermath. Of your ass no fucking way people fucking bring baby wipes to a fucking I It says baby wipes or hand sanitizer. By the way, listen to that, that line, by the way. <laughs> I thought bringing a knife to a gunfight was bad. You're bringing fucking baby wipes to a triathlon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's a guy who every weekend goes out and tries to find something that he can put in his bicycle. Bag. Some of these lists. Some, of, some of these items are starting to get a little fucking crazy. Extra aglets for the for your shoelaces. Yeah. Did you have a tire gauge? No, nope. a pressure mm. gauge for your tires. Yeah, this guy's a fucking pussy that wrote this article. A birth control. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. it was a girl. Yeah, you know what? You it fucking was a female. You pump your tires up like before you get there. They're at the right pressure. They're fine. Yeah, no shit. Ride the lightning. I yeah. think. To, I think grow a dick. I think. Yeah. Don out there and fucking make I think it you happen. actually answered it right. I think the the test is if you go, oh yeah, I got all those things, then you're an idiot and you didn't do it. I right. think that's a fair assessment. I we like to identify as a triathlon minimalist, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could just sit here and talk. I like shit to have a about small you. footprint when I run, swim, <laughs> and bicycle. I think I think you did the right thing. You did the right amount of preparation. You almost Two died. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I will I will stand by this. That was a mental thing when I got in the water. Uh, and I think what it was was I can go into the pool and I can swim for over an hour, like and be fine. That's like, a pool. That's not in no. But here's nature, the thing: natural environment. Here's what it was. I wasn't used to swimming in open water. Not that I was fucking scared of the water itself, but like when the when the water's when the current's fucking pushing you and you're not just looking down at a straight line in a pool to give you direction and you have to take your head out of water yeah. to look where you're going. I'm like, can, now, can it's changing, now it's changing Plus how it's I do salt it. salt water. I mean, that's, you know what it is, yeah. though, too, is like I could switch that that same exact day, same I, exact level of fitness. Right. And now you're escaping a prison. That 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 oh, scare thing doesn't happen because I also said this. You know what I'm saying? When I when I called it, like, cause I left this out in the story, but she, the woman that fucking said, "Are you okay?" She goes, "Do you want to hold on to the kayak?" I go, "That's allowed," and she goes, "Yeah." So I held on to the kayak twice, and twice I couldn't catch my breath, and that's when I when I decided that's, that's I'm gonna. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not even exercising, but I'm still like, <laughs> but uh, where am I going with this? Oh, I said this to myself. I was like. When I started swimming for it the third time, I was like, there's a 50-50 chance I can make this. And I go, so I either make it and get to the next leg of the triathlon or I die. And I was like, it's 50-50. That gave you more panic. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was like, I honestly, you know what I thought about? I was like, they're going to be calling my parents being like, we just dragged your son from the but bottom. They're not going to let you die. Like the girls on the canoe, she's going to come by and just jump was in. That no, they, right? I don't know if you know how drowning works, but <laughs> because somebody's in a canoe next to you, you got to participate in your own rescue. Yeah, but you you're like, loser. yo, just so you know, I might, I might dip under. I'm feeling like whatever. And they'd be like, oh no, if you do, I'm cool. I could save somebody. I have a great question for I you guys. I, I have a great question for you first. Is that your closest call to death? No, not even close. All right. Tell me. I, I want to hear I, your closest call to death. What was it? I, if, it, if that was, what was? I don't know. Fucking, I got run you, over by a car pretty bad. Oh, okay. So, uh, what was that? How, how old were you? <laughs> fucking Joe off. Uh, how old? Uh, <laughs> did, they, uh, did they squash your head? What happened? Uh, you know, uh, Cushman Avenue, yeah? not a Digo. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> so I don't know if you know now. There's a guardrail that goes along. Yes. that overlooks yeah. the projects. But that wasn't there before I got hit by a car. I get it sounds kind of funny. What year was this? Eighty-four. I got hit by the car, and it fucking knocked me. I'm unconscious for it all, so I don't remember this. But it, it fucking You're like nine. 
I was eight. Uh, it hits me, and it fucking knocked me over the cliff because there was no guardrail, and uh, I ended up in a ditch. And I, my sneakers came off. I was told, which is a thing, and when you get hit by a car, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've punched like, a guy so hard that his sneakers came off. <laughs> insane, I'm always right? like, yeah, you know, like how does that fucking happen? But they were like, yeah, they fuck the car knocked your sneakers off, and I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? Yeah. How does a car hit you? In such a way that your sneakers just... You could try for an hour and a half right now to get your sneakers off your feet without touching them, and you couldn't do it. It's <laughs> fucking insane. Right? I, I never understood that. motion. closest you ever came to death. Um, I was at a Halloween party in downtown Lynn once, and I went outside with a bunch of people that were in a parking lot, and they were all smoking, like crack and stuff and like like me and the girl I was, we smoked a little bit out of like I think I don't know if it was crack it was in a it was in a light bulb and I was dressed up like Skeletor from He-Man and when most of the people went back to the party I stayed out there with the girl trying to get her to smoke more of the light bulb and went I, I was walking back to the thing there were these two guys and they were like oh you at that Halloween party and I didn't answer them. I'm like, hey, whatever. And he's like, and I'm dressed in a full spandex blue fucking Skeletor costume. And the girl I'm with is yeah. dressed like a whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, I'm trying to ignore him because you don't want to fuck with people down there. And the guy's like, yo, I just <laughs> asked you a question. And um, and I ran across the street and punched him in the face. And then <laughs> what? I pushed, I pushed, so, so I was just like, I was really drunk. And then I pushed one of them <laughs> and the other kid got up and pulled the gun and started yelling at me. And I told the girl I was with, go to the party, go to the party. And I was standing there like black eye makeup in a blue spandex thing. And the guy at the gun pointed at me and I was like, was it loaded? I, oh, you don't know. I don't know. I just turned around because I had some dumb idea where like, you can't shoot a man in the back, can ya? you? <laughs> I just, fucking ah. thought that? Oh my God. I didn't know. I, it, it was that or like, what am I going to do? Rush him from 10 feet away? It wasn't going to happen. I'll turn around and sprint. If you ran, he would have shot you. That, you I didn't know away? what to do. I turned around and had my hands up and I put my back to him. So I was like, yo, you want to fucking murder me? Then you got to murder me. Like you got to do this and like, it's good. Whatever. Mondays. Mondays are for the men. So um, I I had my hair dyed in high school. You were talking about <laughs> <laughs> how did I not know about? Oh I had God. a blonde, blonde, a blonde streak, and I had yeah. a mullet. Bottom tail was blonde. Do we have of a course. picture? I have pictures. We'll okay. get that. So Hopefully, I have black and whites, but we got to turn them into color. Carlo, uh, do blondes have more fun? I mean, you know. And your elders were afraid that that meant. That you were, were a little uh, on I, the no, other my side. My girlfriend at the time in high school did it to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? She but did that's it. I point. went along with this. You did it for yeah. girls. Like a pussy. You did it for girls, and the older generation thought it meant that you didn't like girls. Hey, Carlo. You I should, had frosted you tips you that were administered by a broad. Frosted tips. What are you saying? Uh, you there's should, a picture. You should start a page called Be Less of a Man. <laughs> wow. You'd be the number one fan. Uh, <laughs> all right. So have you, you must have done. Have you ever done any type of a fashion change? I got an earring. You got your thing dyed. Have you ever done anything because a woman was like, oh, my God, Don Zola, if you just shaved your head. Don Zola weighed 300 pounds as, as a sixth grader. So a girl said, don't be fat. What is it? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you, if you, didn't you weigh 300? I didn't pounds? weigh 300 pounds, but I was fat. Uh, <laughs> I think in seventh grade, I think. I had a size 36 or 38 car. Oh, with pants. Fat shit. Uh, <laughs> 36 or 30, but that's in seventh grade. If you're I had a 36 gross. when I was fucking in like fourth grade. Yeah. That's gross. 36 is not. And you're right. Like your, diff your idea of fat and my idea What size fat? waist do you have now? 32? 32. Yeah, he's Oh, my God. What a fucking pussy. If, you, if you're. That's like. 
pussy. If you're a 32 Why? inch waist. Why? I'm in fucking good shape. I'm in good shape. What, should I be fat so that I fucking get Carlos respect on a fucking tag on my fucking pants? If you're self-obsessed, doesn't it make sense to be fat? Because there'd be more of you. 36 inch waist at that age. I think, yeah, I think it was 36. Holy Three shit. inch dick. When you guys want a snack, do you go salt or sugar? Salt. Salt. Straight salt. I I do the I go down the spiral of I need the salt and the sugar then the salt and the sugar. Uh, yeah. I'm sugar gonna, makes me feel like you shit. have to have everything, huh? I you want like, it all. Mondays are for the men, man. Yeah, they are. Mondays are for the men, man. Podcast. Carlo. Yeah. Hey, I, Coach Joe Gilbert. How are you today, buddy? Hey. I'm doing good, buddy. What's going on? Nothing. It's not often we get to talk to a Super Bowl champion, and we got a panel of guys here. Thanks for having me. Hey, we love you, man. Listen. Proud of you. Now, when you, like, about a year ago today, you found out Tom Brady was coming to your team. What did you think? Did you like, all right, we're going to win a Super Bowl. It's done? No. Uh, you know, as a, as a coach, I don't, you don't think of that. You know, I do think that you say, hey, you know, we're going to have a chance, um, obviously, especially because we had players here, you know, and we just kind of, you know, what Tom brings to the table and, you know, um, even before meeting them, you sit there and say, hey, I think we got to an honest chance here and you know then you just got to put everything together but uh you know you don't think that way right away you just think hey i think we got a pretty good chance i saw the i forget you can tell me better than i could possibly tell you but i remember you guys got out of the gate like lukewarm you guys were like 500 after like maybe six games is that accurate that is we had you know we started slow had a few w's in there and then we hit a rough patch kind of right in the november area yeah one of my friends said something to me and i thought it was a great insight he goes yeah, they got out of the gates three and three. They had no training camps. They had like no games. It was this COVID world. He goes, you have a new quarterback coming in with a completely new team. He goes, once those guys gelled, he goes, look what they did once they effectively had training camp under them. And I was like, holy shit, great point. My point being, I don't know, you get some chemistry, you get some momentum building for next year already. No question. Um, I, I think that, you know, you hit it right on the head. Um, when you, you sit there and you say, you know, everyone's like right away, just like Carlos said, Oh, Hey, you get Tom Brady, you get Gronk and everybody thinks right away, you're going to win a super bowl. Well, you have all these pieces, but nobody knows each other. You know, nobody, Hey, you know, um, Tom has to learn a whole new system. You know, we got to get comfortable with he's comfortable with, which I think Byron Lefkowitz did a phenomenal job, uh, doing that with, with Tom. And, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and it takes time. And, you know, and if you've been in coaching long enough, you realize it's, you just don't throw all those pieces into a pot and think, you you know, you got clam chowder, you know, um, it takes a while to get the thing moving and, and, and gelling a little bit. And I think we had a late bye week, which really helped us. And, you know, right after we got there in the last kind of four or five weeks of the season, uh, really, we started taking off. And then when we hit the playoffs, like kind of, like you said, we, we hit a groove and, I really think, you know, we just kept going up. And even when we hit the Super Bowl, you know, that kind of, we, we were on track to saying, hey, you know, we're getting to be a pretty good football team here. Yeah, the lineup of quarterbacks you guys faced, too, was insane. It wasn't like you, you went through a murderer's yeah, row. The was, conference alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, by the way, at yeah. the end, you know, Mahomes, by the way. I mean, it's it was like it was bananas, yeah. the, uh, the road to the Super Bowl you guys had. Yeah, I mean... I mean, to be on the road three weeks in a row and then have to play, you know, Kansas City and, and Mahomes again, um, it was, it's like, man, we went through the gauntlet a little bit. And, and, and if you look back, you know, because of COVID and everything, 
the teams that came out of the blocks really strong, the Saints, which was an older football team, all their pieces were back together. You know, Kansas City, all their pieces were back together from the previous year. And when you bring in a brand-new quarterback, you know, Brock, other pieces to the puzzle, running backs, all that kind of stuff, you know, especially from an offensive standpoint, the to get the team to gel, it takes time. And I think, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know what's going to happen with, with the off-season program for this year, but, you know, that's why I think free agency for every team this year is so important because if you can keep your team together, it's going to just mean you're going to have a faster start to the season because, again, none of us know if we're going to even have an offseason. I think you're going to – you can take that to the bank. Don Zolo said it, so if Goodell has a problem with it. <laughs> There's going to be interesting stuff because different states are allowing for different things to happen. So either everybody's going to have to practice in exactly. certain states or yeah. you're going to have an advantage. But these guys are in Florida. All bets are off, especially oh, Coach, yeah, Coach, Joe, Coach well. Joe's doing shots of Crown <laughs> Royal between plays. I, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is, you know, you haven't even heard anything from the NFL or the NFLPA because obviously, you know, a big part of the whole thing. And I think the, re- the reason we were able to get through the season the way we did you know, with the way the NFL handled the testing and all that kind of stuff that we did on a daily basis, you know, I think they were saying, okay, hey, let's get everybody vaccinated. But when is, you know, when's it going to be available to, you know, young, healthy adults, you know? So it's just a lot of moving parts that nobody, I, I don't think anybody really has any answers to right now. And that's why I think, you know, like I said, free agency and keeping your team together to move forward at a quicker pace next year is no different than it was this year. Well, you guys are bringing the band back, right? I mean, everyone's coming back. I think I, that's, or at least that's, that's a word in the street. That's the word on the street. Uh, well, ho- hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I, there are players that I'm like, you know, you don't have a ton of money in the bank and you just won the Super Bowl. Your price is high. You know, it's one thing to say right after you won the Super Bowl, I can't wait to come back. But then it's like two months later, you're like, oh, what? I'm going to get another seven million someplace else. And eh, I get it. So exactly. You know, and these guys get such a short window. You oh, know, dude, it's, and, it's insane. People uh, don't understand that about football. You have a no. the average career is like three and a half years and not all those guys are making 14 million dollars a year. No, not at all. And, and you're buying and these guys, you know, nobody is there every day at practice to see the shots that they take. And, you know, there's a handful of guys that get to second and third year contract, you know, your second contract and then your third contract. And a lot of these guys, you know, it takes, you know, a couple concussions and you're out the door. And uh, so, you know, as a, I think the longer you're in it, you you understand where they're coming from. I, I really do believe guys that get older and have are still able to play, then it gets to a point where you sit there and say, Hey, I want a chance to put a ring on my finger. And I think that's kind of the difference, you know, but when you're young, you're healthy and that's your chance to make, you know, money that can change, you know, your, generations, your family, then, yeah. you know, Pl- that, that kind of, I, I get it. Plus there's gotta be some level of pressure for new guys. We're talking about like young, young guys, twenties, right. And some guys Absolutely. have a hundred million in the bank and some guys are still working on, you know, getting their first contract together and you're going out and socializing together. So it's, it's difficult. Like in, in your own social groups, my own social groups, it's hard. Right, right. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you you know, you got a guy trying to hang with a guy that's, you know, uh, on his uh, third contract and he's probably already banked 50, 60 million. And I you know. can't tell you how many times I've gone out to eat with Carlo and I always end up with the check. 
because I make so much more money than him. Oh, that doesn't shock <laughs> me at all. He's got alligator arms. I mean, come on. But this, you know, alligator he, arms he, uh, and deep pockets. He dresses the part, talks the part, and then when the bill comes, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. There's oh, got to wow. be the guy that, that like doesn't even have the contract, buys the Lamborghini because somebody else already has it, and then gets cut the next day. That has to happen all the time. That's a that's a laugh like that. He knows that story. <laughs> hey, coach, as an offensive line coach, right? So you were in charge of Gronk probably because he's an offensive lineman considering he's the tight end, right? No? No. He, he's got uh, Rick Christopher as our tight end. So coach. he doesn't. But Gronk, I did work with Gronk when he come over and we did combination blocks with, the you know, tackles, tight ends, that type of thing. I did work how, with him. Uh, like compared to like most tight ends, how good of a blocker is he that you've been around? He. he Believe it or not, I, I don't think people give him enough credit um, as far as a blocker. You know, everybody sees the catches he makes, that type of stuff, and the plays he makes, you know, catching a football. But I'm telling you, from a pass protection, run blocker, he he works his butt off at it, and he does a phenomenal job. He really does. So I was at a function the other night, and I see Gordy Gronkowski, and then he comes out to me, told me you and him locked. Locked eyes at the end when you guys won it? We did. I was <laughs> I was running to the far end of the field to get my wife, and he was running on the field to find Rob. And I was like, Gordy, we won a Super Bowl, you know, and, and uh, hugged each other. And then, you know, he took off with the rest of his family, and I went the opposite direction to get my wife. So it, it was it was awesome. It really was. How fired up? Now, how will, you got kids, right, uh, you know, all different ages. How fired up are they? They must be pumped. They, they were. And, and, and that, to me, Carlo, was the, the best part of the like right. the boat parade and that whole thing was I had a chance for my wife and kids to be on, you know, uh, the boat with us, with the O-line, and they experienced the whole parade part and were there with all the players and stuff. So that, that made made it funner for me just to watch them and to see the excitement they had. Yeah. And because they all sacrificed, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, this whole covid thing my boys stayed home from school so you know we didn't contract anything and you know it never you know i never got it and was able to hey you know because at their high school you know we'd get phone calls another you know child had covid today you know and they would have to say oh so you had to keep your kids home because of your job we did and and i you know and it was funny they we were yeah you know and yeah and and the thing that we ended up doing is we were going to send them back January 19th. I think it was the 19th was the start of the second semester. And that was right toward the, you know, the, I think the second or the third game of the right, getting ready for the green Bay or whatever. And the, the boys came to me and just said, Hey dad, does it make sense for it? Let us just stay home. And if you guys get in the super bowl, we'll just go back after the super bowl. And it did make sense. You know, they were willing to do that. And, and uh, you know, so anyways, they everybody did it. I don't have to go to school and I'm going to the Super Bowl. That's all I hear. It seems like it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a real hard decision. Can I ask a question? Sure. So there's like, if you made a list of things that you want to feel in this universe, one of them is winning the Super Bowl, right? One is like, maybe like winning the presidency or, or a heavyweight fight or something like that. Like you've achieved one of those things. Do you have another thing like that that you want to achieve? Like, are you done? Like, well, I know you want to win more, but like, Joe outside Gilbert, of that. here's your Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, like, what's the next, what do you chase after that? The, the one thing I would love, and I haven't had an opportunity is, and uh, and it's hard being, you know, kind of locked in as an offensive line coach, and I'm happy to do that, and I like what I'm doing as far as that, but um, to have an opportunity to be a head coach at a Division One school, 
Um, it's just they're so hard to get um, at the right situation and whatever. That would be the last thing that I would say personally that you're asking. Um, that would be my last thing that I would say, hey, give me an opportunity to do that. To, you know, take a program that's not winning or one that's been struggling and, you know, try to put my philosophies and the things I've learned over the 35 plus years, whatever, you know, and try to do that. And I would say that would be the last thing personally, if I have a chance to do, if not, um, I'm coaching the, you know, coaching in the NFL, got a chance to continue to win with the team we have. And I coach a bunch of great guys. I mean, I really do. So if that opportunity never comes, so be it. But that would be the last thing I would say. What years were you in uh, Boston? I was there on Barry Gallup's first staff at Northeastern in, um, I want to say, 91, 2, and 3. Coach Joe, so you know what? I I think you guys are going to repeat this year. I really do. Everyone's pulling for for Brady here in Boston. I mean, people people are still pulling for the guy. I know. If you had told me last year, this time, that I would be rooting for Tampa Bay at some point. I would have said you were out of your fucking mind, but that's how this past year is shaken out. I'm like, I got a stance on masks. I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. We play, we play the the, the hottest ticket besides the Super Bowl next year will be us going to New England to play uh play the Patriots. Oh Jesus! I, yeah, I mean, what, what are you gonna have for free time so we can hang out? You gotta let me know on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. That it, it, COVID's gonna dictate what freaking our time's gonna be. It's crazy. Listen, I will pick you up in a like a van, a blacked out van. We'll take you over to eat an Italian dinner at my house. All right, we'll get this. We'll get this rocking and rolling. I'm in as long as I can go. <laughs> That's it. I'll do it for you, buddy. Come on. We, we were in a freaking lockdown this year. We couldn't get, leave the hotel as soon as we got on that plane to get to a city. We were in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear a whole lot of COVID stuff with the NFL this year. Yeah, no. you really didn't. Just in training camp, but like, yeah. uh, like uh, uh, when they were like having the few weeks of practices. That was the only time I ever. Do you know it. how many low self-esteem um, club girls Donzolo was able to bang because the NFL wasn't in town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys the, kill me every time I listen to the show. The answer is four. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can we you, can we introduce him to uh, one of his one of the one of his fans? Yes. Oh yeah. Hope oh, you have a fan. He's got the same last name as you. Hold on. Here he is. Hold on. Hello, Joe. This is Joe Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> you may remember me. I ran the five four defense against Atlanta in ninety two. <laughs> I did a deep cover with no safety and a guard pulling. <laughs> I'm Joe Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I wanted Iago to wear a Buccaneers helmet, but he couldn't. You know why? Because of his Buccaneers. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I'm sorry, you deserve better than that. We're not going to give it to you. Only you, Carlo, can find the best. <laughs> That's right, brother. Hey, listen, go and show You got to go pick up your kids. And you got something going on. We'll let you go. Good yeah. talking to you. We'll be talking to you. We'll talk to you before the season. And hey, congratulations. We're all proud of you up here in Boston. You got a bunch of fans up here, buddy. Joe, way to go, man. Really. That's like a that's super honor. Uh, and I'm, I'm, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Carl, I love you, brother. Thanks. All right, bro. Take care. See you guys. So long. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. See you, buddy. Monday. I love Monday. Mondays are for the men. Podcast. Imagine that. 12 cities. I mean, that's what it's. T- the coach's life is fucking tough. It is. You know? Yeah. I mean, his his family sacrificed, and you got to remember the names of the girls in all those cities and the restaurants that you take them to. <laughs> you got to love the fact that he cared more about like how his family was. You know, but, like, like that dude's accomplished some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. 
you know. What he was a head coach somewhere, and maybe it was in Albany, New York. I think it was a D2 head coach. And then he went all over the place, Toledo. and. But there's, there's not many opportunities to be, like, the definitive in your field. Right. Like, like right. you know, like in space travel, there's a probably arguable, like, highest level of, you know, like Elon Musk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? There's 32 offensive line coaches, head offensive line coaches in the NFL. He's one of them. And it's not just you in know? the NFL because right. some of the best coaches, like, are, could be in a Division One college. You know what I True. mean? True. And they're just not, you know, they don't right. want to do that or whatever. But that, that he's done that, and that's pretty incredible. Like, we should have given him a list of things that we assume somebody who could have achieved that could have also achieved and to see if he did it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like threesome, uh, like one over five hundred dollars on a scratch ticket, eating a whole pizza by himself, things like that. That's my list of issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bucket Those are list. My There's a bucket list for you. Oh, okay. Way to kill that momentum, Klusk. Uh, wow. Oh, you want to suck the offensive line coordinator's dick a little bit more? <laughs> Give out dates for fucking games that nobody remembers. Dates of games. <laughs> you both ask questions that look for a number. Yeah, wild dog. I, well, Don, I was really surprised how football you sounded from someone. Yeah. The entire season was like, I'm not watching football. Yeah, he knew a lot about it. He was so proud about how you weren't Time watching out. football. Time out. It was NBA. Time out. I said I wasn't watching sports, and I, I said. That's I, a sport. Now, hold on. I, Call him out. I said when Brady gets to the playoffs, all bets are off. Oh, okay. I, I stand by my man. Okay. We might have that on one of the live shows. I, I we watched might the have to. I, I watched the playoffs, and uh, one night I my roommate was watching TV, and I said, uh, "Well, the TV's on, and I have nothing to do." And I felt like I was going to blow my brains out from COVID uh, boringness. And I wa I went out and watched it with him. I was like. The TV's already on. You realize you're not. Why punish yourself? Like it's that. Like I could just enjoy it more than a silent bar. Like I just. Why not just watch it, right? I no, because I was in the because same boat. It, I was kind of like fuck it, the NFL. I was yeah, in that same I, thing. That's kind of the feel that I. I kind of still I was have. In that same boat. But it's. But I said I'd make an exceptions for Brady in the playoffs, which I did. And the night that my roommate was watching a game and I had nothing to do, I was like. I'll go out and hang out with the human. I watched it because somebody that I know and like wants to watch it, so I watch it with them. But otherwise, I would be like, oh, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, my thing was, my whole thing was like, not even with the NFL themselves or any of them. I didn't like that it was like, we don't know if you should even, if your grandmother should even be able to go to the grocery store, but <laughs> these guys can go fucking play in the stadium. The guy that sells the popcorn who's going to lose his house, we, he, we're not worried about him, but this guy who's got yeah. his third million dollar contract. He's gonna get to keep playing. I got to sweat all over it's because they have big lawyers, big contracts. And they should, it's, and, it's about and it's money. America, and I'm yeah. all for that. Do what you can, and they right. should. I'm saying that, but like you know, like I do comedy in front of seven people, and they stop that. Mondays are for the men. Podcast. Mondays are for the men. We counted so much shit tonight. It was fucked up. <laughs> anyways, Mondays are for the men. Is the fucking best. We'll see you again soon, early on a Monday morning. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Monday. I love Monday. Mondays are for the men. Podcasts.